want, I don't want people to, to see that behind the curtain. They, they need to think that we come in every day and record a new episode. They don't need to know that we record them in advance. Yeah, okay, don't, the music's gone down by now, so just please stop sharing the insider secrets, okay? Too much of the, how the sausage is made is being let out. Yeah. The sausage. That's fine. They weren't listening at that point. They were grooving to baby birds don't drink milk. Yeah, they were, but that would finish like ten seconds ago. And look, okay. I'm looking. I'm looking right at you. All right. Yeah. Great. Now just hold that. Mm-hmm. 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 And great. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast versus Podcast. I'm Piers Ray. Over here is Eric Ivanovich, my co-host. Hello, it's me, Eric. And joining us today is special guest Sean Hagen. What's up? Sup indeed, sir. Sup indeed. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard podcast versus podcast before, here's the rundown. Um, Eric, myself, and our special guest, we pitch ideas for podcasts back and forth to each other. We're looking for the perfect podcast. At the end of every episode, we vote on the ideas presented today, and if we can come to a unanimous consensus, we will stop doing PvP and start doing that show. That is a perfect pod. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody out there has a podcast, and we are jealous we want a podcast, too. I've always wanted one. Sean has a podcast. Sean's got a podcast. Sean DMs does of DMs of Vancouver. Um, Dungeon us... Masters of Vancouver. <laughs> you know what? Tell us a little bit about that show. Uh, we never had ooh, Sean on before. A pre-plug. I, uh, it's called Conversation. <laughs> I chose, chose the name because I wanted to be able to shorten it to DMV. Nice. Uh, we talk about D&D and various other games and talk to really cool people. We found that the the trick is ask somebody on who's passionate about what they're talking about because then they can talk for 40 minutes and we just interject with occasional questions. Yeah. It's real nice. Ooh. It is so much easier when you have passionate people. It's um have we ever heard, have we ever had anyone on who didn't want to talk? Not really. Um who really. didn't want to talk. Like you know what I mean like someone who's just silent. You have a special guest on and every time you throw to them they're just like uh-huh. <laughs> stop nodding stop nodding we can't no one can hear you uh we have had people i think who were reluctant to come on people who are more famous than us and and felt like eh, i don't know if i want to be on this podcast but who who did it because they were champs i'm not gonna name any names i can't i'm trying to think the only person i mean you did have to badger <laughs> me for a while i'm sorry oh no worries i'm trying to think of anyone we've had on this show more famous i guess jeff Jeff is Jeff definitely McHenry? more famous than us. Uh, I would say I would say every single guest who's like in the comedy community oh, yeah. is more famous than us. I guess. like I would put like Brett Skillen more famous than us. I would put Shane more famous than us. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. famous in the comedy community. Yeah, I would say like actually comedy. like Sean and Jesse are more famous than us. Yeah, I you think guys they, have sponsors. I think their podcast is more popular than ours. Oh, guaranteed. I mean, I, I I have no idea how we got that sponsor, but this gave me an idea for a podcast, which oh, is really? comedy rating. You have two comedians on, and then you rate them in front of them. Oh, do you, so you're rating like you're ranking them? Like yes, okay, like so like like, like you're it's a better comedian. It's like a cage you're match. The second best comedian. Yeah, it's a cage match of comedians. I guess not the second best. You would just say you're the worst comedian in the room. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Sounds very uncomfortable but i think comedians would like it because they like punishing themselves i think yeah i do think a lot of comedians would love to come on and be told that they're shit and like go home that night and just hate themselves um but i think that they would also enjoy like 
I think that they would, uh, when they got out of the... It, two, two comedians come in. They're friends. Yeah. One of them, we rank as better than the other one. Yeah. And I think when they get out of it, the one who's like, you know what? They're, they're wrong. I think actually we're probably about equal. If anything, you're better than me. But mm-hmm. secretly, they'd be happy to be like, oh, yeah, someone agrees that I'm the funniest comedian. Okay. We've, <laughs> we've decided the mental state of the victor, which was positive. Let's talk about the loser now. I think also positive is the thing. That's, that's why it's win-win. Okay. Let's how, spin this for me. Spin this. So they, they get constructive criticism. They're yeah. like, oh, I see what's not funny about me. So I'm too good looking. Because that's how people handle criticism. Is, yes, oh, that exactly. Was, that was constructive criticism. I will, right. I will take that in and make myself better. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're right. That was a dumb joke. It didn't make any sense. Um, you're right. That was kind of hacky. So... I'm not going to complain about being canceled at all. Right. Yeah. It's not nothing to do with uh, the audience. It's not like it's on us for not getting it. Yeah, they wouldn't think that. Right. They would, they would understand like, oh, you're right. That was a bad joke. I think that the, the only way to make this show better and better is whoever is the losing comedian comes back for the next one. It's kind of like like in most game shows, like Jeopardy and stuff, like the, the champion comes back. Right. But once you've beaten another comedian, you don't need to come back. You've won, right? But the, the comedian who's been beaten needs to be like, okay, there's got to be someone out there who's worse than me. And so they come back for the next episode. We bring a new comedian in. Yeah. Well, what happens then when you a, have a comedian who's been on for 10 episodes? It's not a very funny show for that stretch because there's because they're super bad i guess they keep coming back until they until they stop uh punishing themselves like that (laughs) um wow so somebody i mean theoretically we could have someone who just never wins best comedian but they keep coming back it could be yeah eventually because because we're gonna be like we're going to be like looking for the worst in the in this case then. Well, I do think I'm just I think yeah. that there should be a leaderboard to encourage people to keep coming back. Yes. Like so you keep coming back on another show and you say the say the guy who wins. Oh, I've won 5 times. I'm number 1. The guy who's lost 5 times yeah. is at the very bottom. And yeah. I would like to see you know, because I want people to keep being like, I can't be the worst comedian. Yeah. No, I have to come back. Put me on against someone shitty just so I can rise up one step. Yeah. Yeah. And then that someone shitty is like, listen, I, I know my uh, my juggling based comedy act didn't really uh, translate to a podcast right. media, but please let me come back against someone even shittier <laughs> so I can come up this leaderboard. I think that we would get every comedian. On our show, we we would it would grow. I think it's a fantastic idea, Sean. I, yeah, I think it is massive, explosive growth Which, for this so show. I'm, I'm glad that you like it because it's coming next fall to Cave Goblin Network. Oh wow! Oh, well, that's very convenient. I mean, we still have to vote on it here today. I mean, if it does get it has selected, to pass, yeah. If it gets selected, oh. I'm afraid it's out of your hands. <laughs> yeah, then oh, it's our show. It just Sorry. becomes your show. Yeah. I mean, you can vote against that at the end, but it's got to be two I, against yeah, one. Yeah, I think it's going to be two I against one. Like so. a but I, I'm feeling good, though, because I feel like having put that out, you guys are going to come up with something even better. I mean, kind of hard to top that. Uh, let me like think. Like comedians me... beating themselves up, it's the perfect recipe. Hmm. Let me uh, let me think while we go to a to a quick break. I'll think of a good podcast pitch. Everyone is Jonas is a live streamed competitive role playing podcast hosted by me, Doug Vandalay, me Eric Ivanovich, and me Talia Murdoch on Twitch.tv forward slash Cave Goblins every Monday at seven thirty p.m. PST.
Uh, and we're back from that quick break. And in that time, I did not think of a good one. Did you think of anything good? Oh, I thought of absolutely nothing good. Okay, well, how about I'll, I'll just pitch a shitty one then. Um, this is based on a true story in my life. Uh, last night, someone at 3 in the morning called in the fire department to come to our apartment. Because I think they smelled fire or something. Okay. And uh, and the, the fire people came in their big trucks with the big lights and sirens. Yeah. And woke me up. That's not true. I, I told I said that this was going to be a true story based on my life. I was still awake at three in the morning, and and they they came and they they prevented me from falling asleep. Were you trying to sleep at the time, or were I was you trying up? to sleep? Now I was I was not trying to sleep until like two thirty. Mm-hmm. But I was like at some point I was like okay this is absurd. It's two thirty in the morning. I'm nearly thirty years old. It's time to put my phone down and fall asleep. And I couldn't fall asleep because of their dang trucks. And uh, so they didn't wake me up. But I, I'm sure that I would have been asleep at that point if they didn't come. Um, and they just kind of like showed up, looked and saw that there was no fire. Yeah. And it just went away again. Um, and I want to podcast about the the false alarms in, in 911 calls, in 911 emergency <laughs> calls. Right. This is so hard hitting journalism. Yeah. So the, everybody loves like there's a there's a television show called nine one one that has a spinoff that's been a huge success. Um, people love cop shows. People love uh, ambulance shows. Do which people I say, still love cop shows people, in this day and age? This is the thing. People do love cop shows. They will never stop loving cop shows. Um, doesn't matter how many are on the air at the same time and, or how similar they are to each other. People will always love cop shows and doctor shows, which I have classified as ambulance shows. Okay. Um, people aren't crazy about firefighter shows, I don't think, but, but there was there's... Rescue Me. Yep. Uh, which my dad considers like top five best shows of all time. Oh, so you're talking like dramas on tv not like cops cops but oh yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying like, i'm talking about on the tv but hold on does cops count as a cop show to you cops yeah does cops count it's when it's i say still cop a, show yeah i don't consider cops in that even though it's, it's still a procedural. even though it's it's literally like more cops than cop shows yeah so you're but, talking like cop shows that have writers I was thinking of, yeah, I was thinking of those types of, like, procedural dramas. You're thinking but, Law, no, not Law and Order. Law and Order counts. That's a cop show. I, Lucifer? Lucifer, I don't know if that's a cop show or not. I haven't seen it. Um, I haven't read any of the comics either, so I don't know. He doesn't do cop stuff, right? In the show he does. All right, so Lucifer's a cop show. Um, it, it's kind of the same idea as, what's the one that... Uh, the guy from Firefly, whose name is I'm blanking on right now. Oh, Alan Tudyk. No, the main Nathan character. Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Castle. Castle. Yeah. Castle. It's kind of like Lucifer is the same as Castle, except instead of a writer, it's Lucifer. Oh, so he solves crimes because he knows the evil in men's hearts. Basically. There you go. <laughs> that's that's not what the comics are about, right? No. <laughs> okay. I've been meaning to read the comics. I feel like they'd be good. They are. I give them a thumbs up. How it's, uh, what do you give to Lucifer the show, the adaptation of the comics? It's enjoyable. I liked it. Um, but don't go in thinking it's going to be anything like the comics. Okay. Okay. But anyways, people love these cop shows. But I think what I don't like about them is they're too high stakes, too high drama, too exciting. 
I want things where I know, like, like when you start a cop show, it's like, okay, someone might get murdered, you know, someone might get shot, someone might get burned up, someone might die on the operating table. What if we have the 9-11, like, false alarms? So we know at the beginning, like, hey, there, there's, like, uh, a noise in a building, and then the 911's like, okay, that doesn't sound like an emergency. Only use this number for emergencies, please. And they say, yeah, but could you send someone out? They're like, okay, so they send out like a cop or whatever, and there's like a raccoon. And then that's could that could be the whole episode. There's a raccoon, but this so they they go out. You want to focus on the stories where they go to these these false calls. Yeah, where they have to because someone like is insistent, like with my apartment. Fran smelt something kind of burny earlier in the day. And I was like, eh, it's probably nothing. And I think it's because, like, um, there was, like, a machine that had been left on or something by one of the renovators. Yeah. And it made a smell. Like, maybe, like, a bandsaw or something. Nice. Like, the motor burnt out or something. And someone smelled that and called the, called but 911. at 3 a.m. they smelt it. They, yeah. It must have gotten gotten worse. Weird. Okay. Um. It was, yeah, but I want stories like that where, where they come out there and nothing is wrong and so they just go away. I'm just thinking I'm, that I could swear yeah. there was a show about animal pest control coming and taking care of animals. There is. There was. I think it's canceled now. But there mm. was a show about – there's been a couple shows about pest control. I think it's called like, Pest Wars. You might. I, I would say no, but you might not be wrong. I might be thinking of a different pest control show. There's also that show about that like guy who – from the south who specializes in getting rid of gators he's like an alligator wrestler is that a dog bounty hunter no it's not dog bounty <laughs> hunter he's a bounty hunter not a gator wrestler oh oh i <laughs> thought it was the same thing i thought you were talking about dog the bounty hunter. i don't know what your bounty boards are like but mine are full of requests for gators <laughs> when i roll up into the guild hall and check the check check at the tavern keeper for you know quests for the yeah. day it's always gators and he directs you to the bounty board <laughs> yeah as he does Ga- every time Ga- <laughs> gators and gators that have skipped mail <laughs> yeah. i i i really wish that bounty hunters in this day and age actually had a guild hall with a tavern because that would make me want to be one right? have you guys ever played final fantasy tactics advance for the game boy advance i have not but tell uh, us more i have not there's it's a game where you have like a clan uh it's like a guild okay and you can go to like into the tavern and your second in command is there, and uh, and you ask him what's on the board, what's on the job board, and he tells you what's on the job board. So you don't like. There's a job board right there. You don't go look at the job board. You go talk to him, and he tells you what's on the job board. Well, that's his entire job. You can't take that away from him. I mean, it's not his entire job because he's also a black mage, and he uh, casts spells as right. a job as well. Do you, so he's you, pulling double duty. Would you prefer to have been able to go over to the board and look at them yourself? No, at the time I thought this was this was perfectly normal. Like I thought maybe he was like filtering out the shitty jobs or something. But it's something that you just pointed out to me. Like that's been so ingrained. Like the tavern keeper, he's there for my convenience. Yeah, I don't want to look at that at that bounty board. I want to talk to the tavern keeper. He can tell me what's on there. Right. It um, saves you a step. So that has uh, I just I'm just realizing like the terrible like uh, manners that I've been y- perpetuating using. in yeah. video games. Yeah, well, not in video games. Also in real life, when I go to the bounty board in un- real life, until we program NPCs to feel, <laughs> and we will, and to hate, 
and to desire love that they will never get. Yeah. Until that day. I don't think you have to worry about it. But please be nicer at the real world bounty board. Okay. Those guys work hard. All right. They have pin sores all over their thumbs from pushing in thumbtacks all day and then on their fingers from pulling them out. That's correct. You can get a cracked nail. One of those pins gets stuck in a weird angle and you pull it out with your nail. Crack I hope it. not. Just put it out there. Okay. Listen, I like your idea okay because I also hate false alarms. But I love them. Well, That's what I want. It's only happened to me once at my new place. I'm yeah. very happy with that. It's pretty good for a year to only get hauled out of bed once by a false fire alarm. But... I think your stories fall apart once we get to the raccoons yeah, or whatever. So what I'm going to pitch is a show called Dispatch. Yeah. And it's a procedural law and order drama. Yeah. With a little bit of comedy in there. Okay. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's kind of silly. Their business is serious, but these people, you know, you got to laugh or you got to cry. And this show is going to do both. And it's just about the dispatchers that, uh, you know, have to make those snap life or death decisions. Do I send the ambulance to the woman who's been stabbed or do I call someone to check out this raccoon and it's about them you know but don't dispatchers usually deal with one call at a time or is this a special dispatch station well, this where is the spe- this is all the dispatchers in one room together okay like you know how they they share rooms <laughs> yes like you know, yes. a big dispatch center. I did see a movie now this isn't didn't place take place in Canada or in America but I did see a movie that focused on like a 911 responder Right. So this uh, this focuses on a room of 911 responders that are also yeah. best friends, mostly. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a, a Dwight Schrute uh, in there. There's a little sand in the uh, in the seashell, so to speak. But yeah. it's going to form a pearl over wow. time. You leave that grain of sand in there long enough, these people rubbing up against each other. Uh, yeah. So, like, say one episode is one person gets a call needing an ambulance for someone who's been stabbed. But at the same time... The person behind them gets a call needing an ambulance because they think someone's been stabbed, or it's a raccoon. One or the and other. And this is there. It's a it's a it's a room of twenty dispatchers for a town with one ambulance. Exactly, exactly. All the other ambulances are out. The other night, the other eighteen dispatchers. There's nineteen ambulances in this town, and the other eighteen have used them all tonight, <laughs> and you get one use. So these two now have to be like. You know, that's that's the half hour drama of it then right there. <laughs> them is, deciding for half an hour who gets the ambulance. Yeah. And the uh, the callers are both on the line and we'll, they'll go back to them from time to time, try to pull more information. But I think it's perfect for an audio drama because whenever I'm listening to like a, a true crime pro- podcast and they play the dispatch calls, great sound quality. So, <laughs> see, but great sound I'm, I'm just quality. imagining things think like, oh, we're going to go back to Grandma 1. Are you okay? Well, no, I'm bleeding out. Well, going back to Grandma 2. Uh, uh, now, I, th- I think I've been cut a little bit. Do you see any blood coming from the dumpster? <laughs> Where you hear those scrabbling noises? Well, we can't take the chance. You know, big dramatic speech. The manager comes out, lays down some wisdom. Dwight. Let's call him Dwight. <laughs> we just call him Dwight. He's not going to be the only problem, but he's a big problem. Hmm. Real stickler for the rules. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he thinks that the ambulance should have just gone straight to the raccoon because they called in first. Hmm. You answer the call. You send out the ambulance. We'll pick up the person we know has been stabbed on the way back. Like, that just makes sense to me. Trying to make things more efficient. Yeah. (laughs) Double-decker ambulances just to shove people in there. 
Oh my God. Can you imagine? Okay. So if they had a double decker ambulance, what you would need is oh, the stretcher would have to have like a scissor jack in it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking like, like a barber's cartoon. chair where you're just like, ching, 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 ching. So it's like jerking them as they're going up in the oxygen mask and they're just like their bodies flopping around. You'd have to tie everyone down to those things all the time. Mm. Otherwise, they would topple out. <laughs> like, you'd get them up there, and they'd have been jerked so much, then they would topple over. You'd be like, oh, I gotta start all over. Let the lift go. Scissor that stretcher back down. Anyways, I think we've come up with a lot of great ideas. Clearly, Dispatch has legs. I think Dispatch has a lot of legs. But I do want to steal Sean's idea that he that he pitched. Um, and oh, yeah, we do. Oh. If we don't do unanimously we pitch- vote for that podcast that intellectual property reverts back to him and he can do what he wants with it Hmm. and i kind of want to get under that and grab it so i'm going to vote for his the problem is yeah sean maybe you should go first well if he votes for mine then i have to vote for his because if you if i win then i don't get to do it if he votes for you then there's not a unanimous consensus that's right. It does need to be unanimous. We can't go ahead without all parties agreeing. Sean, are you sure you don't want to vote for your own show? Well, I'm. The, I I I want to do we'll it. We'll give you royalties. Handshake deal. We'll give you royalties. Handshake deal. You're not even shaking. His <laughs> I hand. see that. I see that twinkle in your eye. <laughs> That's always there. That's always there. That's uh, astigmatism. That's just. It's fine. It's nothing. Don't worry That's about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, whenever people say uh, astigmatism, I always think that they're saying stigmata. I get it confused, and I was—I just thought it was a funny, uh, a funny misunderstanding on my part. No, I, I can see you thought that. There's, <laughs> it would be impossible to miss that. That's what you thought. <laughs> Do you want me to explain, like, what I was thinking? What I want is for Sean. You are, so you're voting for Eric. <laughs> yes. Okay. Please explain what you were thinking when you said that. What I was thinking is when you said you had astigmatism in your eyes. Yeah. I thought that you were saying. That there was hands, like bleeding hands coming out of your eyes. Like if you looked, like if me and Sean made eye contact, he looked straight into my pupil. And at the center of my pupil is a tiny hand. Now just out of the corner of your eyes, just like some hands bleeding are falling out. So he's crying, falling, he's crying hands that are themselves bleeding. Yeah. And I just thought that was a funny little visual. That we can all uh, we can all share together. Yeah, I'm chuckling. I'm chuckling away real hard over here. Just picturing those bloody hands. Sean, if you want to chuckle pockets. later on, you can do that. That's fine. Once I've gotten over the horror, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Would you mind if I took that home to chuckle? You can chuckle, you know, whatever. You don't yeah. mind if I chuckle about this in the privacy of my home later? Go for it, yeah. Oh, I'm going to chuckle the hell out of it. Um, in that case, since we cannot get Sean's idea legally... And sidebar, Eric. Yeah, that doesn't mean we can't get it extra legally. You and I both know that super we can legally. Just take this <laughs> Send in a mercenary squad. Why are you listening? I said this was a sidebar. This was a sidebar. <laughs> this for was a me, sidebar. Sean. I cannot believe that you would listen that on the sidebar. So extra legal. <laughs> if you're going to be extra legal, then I have no choice but to be well, extra you extra legal. You weren't supposed to hear that we were thinking about being extra legal. Yeah, you're not with supposed your to know we're, sp- we're trying to be super legal. You weren't. Here. Speaking super legally when you said that you were going to be super legal. I'm sorry, are super legal and extra legal the same thing? I have no idea. Okay. Mega legal. I'm thinking extra legal as in outside of legality. Well, that would be extra legal. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Extra? <laughs> I refuse to listen to this advice. He's giving me bad <laughs> advice. What did you say? Extra legal? Extra legal? Yeah. 
Hmm. I'm trying to work my way to Destro Legal, and then just Destro. You can just say Destro Legal, Lego, Lego, <laughs> Destro Legal. What is the point of working your way towards Destro Lego? Because then I worked my way towards Destro, and then we're GI Joes. Oh, boy. I don't want to be a GI Joe. No, I'm going to be a Polly Pocket. She had a house. I actually knew the the girl that was in a bunch of the commercials. Oh, really? Yeah, Polly herself. No. One of the girls that played with him and said, oh, oh. Polly Pocket. <laughs> one of the less famous Entourage members. One of, one of the human girls. Yes. Not one of the toys. Right. Oh, you thought she was the cartoon Polly Pocket. I thought, I thought she was the plastic the plastic bit. Yeah, I went to school with the tiny plastic bit. Right. What was the name of the boy's equivalent? Was it Max? Mad Max. Mad Max. Mighty Max. Mighty, Mighty Max. Max. It was Mighty Max. Mighty yeah. Max. I remember ha- I had a couple. I had, I one had or two a bunch of those. Of those. Yeah. I had one. And it was great. I remember at like I, I got to a certain age and I'm like, why did I ever find this fun? I, it's true of so many toys after, like, early childhood toys. You look at them and they're like, you're like, oh, those are for babies. But they're bright and they're colorful and you get it. And then looking back at, like, most of my childhood toys, like, especially action figures, it's just baffling to me. Like, why did I want these things so much? Oh, that's right. Advertising. <laughs> I was told I, as a kid that these would make me cool. I think Mighty yeah. Maxes were kind of cool though, because it was like a little world. It's like yes. a Polly Pocket, but like with like exactly. sci-fi elements yeah. and horror elements. Because only boys agree. can like those things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. weird how gendered it was when I when I saw um, when I went to my cousin's house and saw a Polly Pocket for the first time. I was like, oh, cool! You have like Mighty Maxes, but they're like normal houses instead of like a volcano. That's what they thought would sell, and I mean, it's I don't know. It's it's funny with with boys like that, dealing with like selling to young two kids. Those lines are there, and boys do really want like action, 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 explosions, trucks, set pieces. Boys. They just want constant, constant stimulation. It's wild. Those fucking boys. Got a, they've got a lot of aggression to work out. Um. Anyways, thanks for listening to podcast. Oh, I, podcast. sorry. I'm voting for dispatch because it's a great show idea. Yeah, that's a good reason to vote for it. Thanks. Uh, thanks for th- thanks for listening to Podcast versus Podcast. Uh, if you were interested in any of the podcasts, just send us an email and we will uh, produce a bespoke podcast for you. That's a. I think that's what our business should be. Yeah, bespoke podcast and podcast. For if people. you if you send us five dollars, we will produce a, a podcast pilot for any show that you desire. Tell you what, we'll produce a podcast pilot for that show you suggested. Comedy Cage? Or... Uh, yeah, Com- exactly. Is it called Comedy Cage? Yeah, because it's cage that's... fights with comedy. Ah, that's so good. That's so good. Ooh. I should I should have voted. I did vote for it. Never mind. You did fine. vote for it. Yeah. With the intention to steal it. Sidebar, we can still steal it. We can still steal it. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry about Super it. Super legally. Extra legally. <laughs> um, Sidebar over. If you're no, Nothing to worry about. If you're interested in... Don't, no uh, worries. I was just registering a whole bunch of trademarks. <laughs> oh. Wow, that was fast. You can just do that online now. Yeah. It's really smart. I've got all the bookmarks and all sorts of stuff. It's really, really smart. Uh, if you're interested in uh, in Sean's idea um, or other ideas that Sean might have, you might want to listen to his podcast called uh, Dungeon Masters of Vancouver. <laughs> Please stop calling it that. DM, DM of Vancouver. DMs of Vancouver. DMV. Podcast where we have guests on and talk about tabletop role-playing games and stuff like that. We've talked to a bunch of cool folks. Yeah, Jesse's on that too. He's the other co-host. Um, yes. You've heard Jesse on the podcast before. And uh, yeah, thanks for everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.